Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 288. Interesting number. Uh, yeah, 288. We are so close to episode 300. My God. I mean, we're not. <laughs> we're we're almost not ten. We're almost in the final 10 away. 10 yeah. weeks. That's more than two months. We're 12, but it's 12, though. <laughs> what? It's 12 weeks, because we're at 288. It's 12 episodes away. Okay, a year away. Yeah, did, yeah. A year? Well, how long do your weeks last, sir? Oh, sorry. I, I was thinking months. <laughs> he, was th- he was using the metric system. Just cut him some slack. I thought, oh, I thought we only did one of these once a month. My bad. I mean, considering how time is passing lately, it feels like it's sometimes. Right, it feels yeah, like these it, last it, couple months have been fucking forever. In these, Do you remember uh, Memorial Day was just like last week? It was two weeks like week. ago. Was it? Oh, two week, it right. two two weekends ago was Memorial Day weekend. Do we have uh? Do we have any? Do you know if we have any foreign listeners? People out of America? Possibly. Okay, pray for us, guys, because my town's on fire. We're all fucking, we're all living our own islands of fucking prayer right now. It's not even true. Your town is that, not on fire. I live in the no, same town. I live no, in the same that's town. not true. That's not true. The whole place is on fire. We're all the playing. Same town. And we can make it I to mean, the next technically hour. Memorial Day is on a Monday, so it's only like, it's not even like, it's only been one weekend since Memorial right. Day. Just so you know. Right. I just said, you, I said, just you meant... said two weekends, though. You yes. were not correct. It was not last weekend. It was the weekend before. That's two weekends. It's ten days ago, not close, two weeks. God, close enough. <laughs> well, you rounded me. You rounded me up, so I'm rounding you up. I always round you up. Also, what? I'll round what? you up and tie you down and throw you in the barrel. Sounds kind of sexy. That sounds very specific. Where's your yeah. barrel at? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to round you up and throw you uh. in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. I throw you in a what barrel. What year is it? Eighteen thirteen. What kind of weirdness all is this? Throw you, down, throw, you a, throw you in a barrel and kick you down a bean hole. Uh, <laughs> I don't like anything about I don't like anything about what you just said there. You're not supposed to, because uh, this is the B Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome movie bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. And we're still continuing this shit during these quarantine times, and you can find out the movie we're gonna watch at the end of every episode. Uh, we'll let you know what the next uh, episode, uh, the next movie we're gonna discuss in the next episode will be. I'm Corey. That's Pat. I can't that, tell that, you're that was Nick. That was Nick. Screen. That was Nick talking, and then uh, <laughs> that was sometimes friend of the show Pat, also here as well uh, on this good old little Skype call. You know, kicking kicking butt on the Skype calls. For those of you who aren't watching the uh, podcast, which is everyone, Corey was trying to point to people on the Skype call to cue who should fucking talk, which we can't tell who he's pointing to on his fucking screen. So we really can't. You just point. I don't know what the point of that you... was. <laughs> Here, yeah, just pointing. Guess, at, just guess pointing who's pointing at it right now? Nick. I mean, you're. Nope, you're wrong. You lose. Get out. I of don't here. lose because on my screen you're pointing to Nick. Nope. <laughs> I say, guess who I'm pointing to? Now who you was a competition? That, but I, it's, I don't it's know pretty. who you're pointing to. It's yep, that's why it was a guess, and you failed at 50-50. And yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> also, well, where's the? Yeah, also, where's the? Where's the proof? He could just be lying to you, so you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, you could be lying. That's true. Ooh, you know what I'm not lying? 
you know what I'm not lying about? Our social media. It's at B Movie Breakdown, uh, especially on that gram. Follow us on Instagram at B Movie Breakdown. Hit us up with some DMs. If you have some suggestions for movies you want us to watch, if you made a movie you want us to watch it, uh, hit us up there. Also, bmbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I want to thank uh, Kyle Moore for the uh, last week's film, To Hell and Gone. It was fantastic. That was film. Very good. Please go out and watch right. it if you did not listen to last week's episode. I agree. Uh, give it a listen, and then also go and watch that movie. It's it's fantastic. I just wanted to give it's a, a good nice story, extra. and I want to give a little shout out to uh, our friends over at BPO Films, uh, Ben Deitels, uh, who is uh, part of the Neon Brainiacs podcast. He's part of BPO Films, and he they made a film called Suckfest, and it's on Amazon Prime Video. It's like a quick little 45-minute watch. It's a short film uh, about them like promoting Sla- Slaughter Drive at a, a horror film festival. It's like a mockumentary of that. Cool. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's If you saw Slaughter Drive and you like those guys' humor, you will enjoy Suckfest because it's the same kind of humor, but it's a mockumentary style. So it's, it's, it's fun. Sweet. Yep. Excellent. Looking forward to seeing it. Yep, it's a good little 45-minute watch. It's, it's solid. Uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to uh, plug? Yeah, just follow me at Scheduled Stories on the Instagram, and if you want spooky stories in your life, it's a nice little distraction during these very enlightening times. You can find Weird and Feared wherever you get your podcasts. Boom. There we go. Pad, do you have go. any plugs? Uh, I got my butt plug in from Amazon this week, so there you go. Butt I'll plug. Give you, butt I'll plug give you guys a review after tonight. After tonight, so next week on the podcast there'll be a review of uh, Pat's Amazon uh, butt plug order. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it goes well for you. But uh, and you know what? You know what went, what went well for everybody in this movie this week uh, was the situation they were dealt with in the 2001. Uh, exactly. No one handled it well. <laughs> no one handled. Yeah, the, no, no one really. The passengers. Well, one person maybe. One uh, person. And did. one, one other person. But uh, this is the 2001 executive decision ripoff film known as Air Rage. It's the best of the worst. Yeah, so I noticed Pat, your your you had a con- look of confusion on your face. Uh, my mention of executive decision. Thank you. <laughs> uh, this movie is one hundred percent a crap version of executive decision. Uh, at least in executive decision, the terrorists had some sort of like reasoning behind the things they're doing. Uh-huh. Uh, that was on a bigger scale uh, than just wanting ten million dollars <laughs> and will about to leak some. The operatives. They wanted. They basically wanted to wage an entire terrorist war in the United States by releasing all those, by by forcing every single special agent to go into hiding because they would have been burned. So he basically just wanted to destroy the world. It's a little lofty because they they would take time to replace those positions. Yeah, it's a pretty lofty goal. 
in a so, executive decision, it's more so like uh, it's a plane from Greece to America, and these like terrorists want their leader freed. But then they also have a bomb on the plane that, when the plane lands or crashes in DC, it's going to release this gas that's going to oh, go all shit. over the place. Uh, but 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 the reason I say ripoff is not just because it's a terrorist movie uh, on a plane, but also in the movie they hook up a plane to another plane the same way as in this movie, and that movie came out like six years prior. Uh, I, I would have been I wouldn't have been surprised if these movies came out both in 1996. I was surprised this movie came out in 2001. I didn't think it seemed it, very. I don't like very recent between like 93 and 95 was my guess. Um, no, but it, when but when Executive Decision did come out, uh, that was in 1996, uh, which is it, it's a I, I like that movie a lot. Kurt Russell, uh, Halle Berry, Steven Seagal has a small part in it. It's weird that he has a small smaller part in it, but he yeah he's not like one of the he is main, but not one of the main main. And uh, yeah, Seagal. Yeah. Um, he's like kind of. I feel like Kurt Russell's like the him and like uh, Halle Berry and John Leguizamo. I feel like have bigger parts in it than he does, uh, from what I remember. But at the same time that Executive Decision came out, there was yet another film that came out with which is very similar. Uh, what they call twin films. Uh, I'm sure we're all very familiar with twin films. Nope. Movies that come out that are <laughs> movies that come out at the same time that are very much alike. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Deep now Impact Armageddon, uh-huh. for for example. But then the other the exa- the example here with Executive Decision was Executive Decision in Air Force One. Okay. Both terrorists hijacking a plane movies, and they both came out just right about the same exact like months within each other. Uh, so that's what they call twin films. Uh, I have maybe, a, I was just saying maybe Hollywood should have kept this, these ideas themselves. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, a little bit right. When they're like, uh, in this movie, when they're like pl- putting the gun in, like they had the gun in like all the different compartments and they all each had a piece of the gun. Yeah. They're like putting it in the bathroom. Like, so that's just giving somebody ideas, right? Uh, yeah, but also... <laughs> at the time, not now. That, yeah, that would never fly, fly now. But um, but at the time, it's just giving... It just feels like it's just giving people ideas. Uh, but there's a lot of these, like, you know, terrorists on plane-type movies. Uh, you have, like, Executive Decision, like I mentioned, Air Force One, um, Turbulence, and there's, like, three sequels to Turbulence, none of well, which are related. Yeah. But uh, Turbulence was one... Where it had Lauren Holly in the first one, I remember. But there's a, th- I think Turbulence Three, and it's like a black metal band on this plane that's having a show, and like terrorists take over. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, and like planes and terrorists, just the um, you know, the Iranian high, the hijacking. I mean, that's where all, and that's just yeah. The, it all comes from that, that one incident. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like terrorists and planes. This is a thing we can work with. This. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's just it's yeah. a theme now. And well, uh, then, yeah. you know, yeah, and now it's now it's a critical attack on American soil. Yeah, it's a little bit of a taboo subject, right? We, there's no movies about hijacks on planes anymore. Well, I mean, this, well, I mean, out, they, they, this came out May 20, yeah, this came out May 25th of 2001. So it's just yeah. like one of the the last few times this concept would ever right fly. Uh, well, the, for a while. For Pat's information, Turbulence 3 is called Turbulence 3 Heavy Metal, 
and terrorists hijack an airplane that is broadcasting a heavy metal concert live on the internet. Via the Seems plane? Like a little, yeah, a little extreme. How about you just stay on the ground, guys? Seems like yeah. it's easier to do. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, like a Metalocalypse episode. Right? It really, it's, it's, it's an absurd movie. Uh, <laughs> one thing I want to mention about the 9-11 thing and things airing and being released during then, we were watching the first season of Amazing Race not long ago, and the first episode of Amazing Race came out like September 9th or September 10th in 2001. Like the day it was like two a day or two yeah. prior to the uh, 9/11, and then you could see the dates from like the show air show that when they aired the next episode was like two weeks later. So oh, it was shit, like really, so they yeah. went through with the rest of filming. Uh, then they had already filmed everything. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. They don't fucking edit yeah, yeah they <laughs> yeah they had to film all that way in advance. It's a lot a lot of shit to get through. Do you remember uh, the old uh, Spider-Man teaser? When the yes. bank robbers escape by helicopter and then Spidey traps them in a web in between the two towers. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's like that. You you can't find an HD version of that. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. Like, no, the but, version you find is like some weird. Which, which I always thought was bizarre anyways, because keeping it in the movie would have been the best tribute to the towers I could think of. But I think they, they, that whole scene was filmed and it's not even Tobey Maguire has nothing to do with it. No, I don't think so. It was just like they filmed a quick teaser trailer yeah. well before ever filming the movie. Because I remember seeing that trailer with uh, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Ooh, great movie. Is it? I don't remember it. It's not. It doesn't even hold up visually anymore. <laughs> I remember the time weird. being like, whoa, these look like real people. Yeah, and it doesn't look really... Like Isn't Alec Baldwin in that? He, yes, I think he. Might I think he be. does one of the voices of one of the people. I mean, there's a lot of famous people on that. I think they do voices. You know what's crazy about voices? The woman who played the character in this movie, Gwen, she is like a mega voice actress. Is she awesome? She does so much anime, uh, like the English translation. What anime? So oh, much that's anime. That's awesome. Yeah, like an absurd amount of anime she does. Video games too. Uh, even even she was doing anime well before even this movie. She's barely had any like live action movie roles. She's pretty much just just does voice acting. Oh man, she does a lot of anime. You're right. That's like her it's, top fucking bills. Oh yeah, so much anime, so much anime. It's just like one of her top ones is Vampire Hunter D and Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, she, but she does also does other shows too. Um, she's also like a voice director on a lot of stuff nowadays too. So she's like pretty big in the voice acting world. Yeah. She does a lot of, she does a lot of voice director fucking, uh, what's the word? Credits. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. That's actually <laughs> most of her stuff. I, I, but I, 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 I I originally had looked her up because I she, I thought she looked familiar, but she, clearly not. Like unless I might have seen her on some sort of like voiceover thing, maybe like a, I know that voice documentary or something. Um, yeah, I wasn't quite sure where I, I thought. I was like, man, she looks kind of familiar, but I don't. I thought maybe some other '90s movie or something. Uh, but the other girl who played the other stewardess in this, she was from Son of the Beach. She was like the one of the main people on Son of the Beach. If you're yeah, because she's. She's an actual actress who kicks ass. 
Yeah, she's not been in a whole lot, but like uh, her probably biggest claim to fame is the Son of the Beach. Um, she played the character Kimberly on Son of the Beach. She was remember on Baywatch they had like a short haired girl, uh-huh. yeah. and she was like that character, but on Son oh, of the Beach. Oh yes, okay. I thought you were talking Kelly. about some sort of movie. I remember Son of the Beach. That was a great show. I yeah. mean, she was a she was a joy to watch in this film. Like she was, her scenes were all great. I don't know. I mean, she was the hero other... of the movie. She was the real yeah, hero she of was... this movie. <laughs> Yeah, why did just put her on the fucking box, Ice T? What are we doing? It should have been called Kelly Saves the Day. That's what this movie. That would have been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly Saves the Day. Spoilers <laughs> in the title, though. Well, Kelly... I mean, air rage. Like it's like so like. That's an actual term. I didn't know until now. Yeah, it I, I kind of came across it accidentally. Yeah, but it's such a generic like title, though. So it's just That's so. Not, I mean, it sounds like a. It sounds like I... a random pl- plane transformer. I think they're going for like <laughs> air rage. Yeah, there he is. They're going for like the actual term and like I think air raid maybe were they trying to do a play on that too because it was like a military movie. I I think it was just like he's angry and he's in the sky. Uh, and it's funny because like they use ice tea on the cover it's one of those like situations and he doesn't even come into the movie until 39 minutes into the movie with no fanfare 39 minutes like 40 seconds it's like what the fuck with no fanfare and his team sucks he's the worst special agents i've ever seen in my life he's horrible they're all worthless he's not as bad as them they're horrible he is also he's almost his worst his, this is probably his worst acting role as well. He's definitely yeah, throwing it in hard. Okay, yeah, it's like, and I mean, they're like, all it, just it, like one-liners. And he's it's... in Leprechaun in the Hood. And he he's better. Chimp or something? He, yeah, of? he cared about that one. And Leprechaun in the Hood, he's kind of like, uh, like a not somebody. a mob boss. I don't know. He's like a gangster. He's, he's a he's from. a he's a he's an important figure in whatever enterprise they're dealing but with but he's a scumbag in that too though he's like yeah, he still has, he still has a more prominent and better and then even more prominent he just has he just does a better job than he does in this movie i mean this just feels like they like all the i mean this he, they just plugged him into this like you'll i see you'll be this guy and he's it's like, like fine okay. how much is it how much you yeah. giving me <laughs> okay which is so shitty because like when he's counter to kelly who's actually acting playing her character yeah. She's just, you know, acting, fun to watch, like giving, you know, putting in a, a performance, and he's just over there throwing these things out like he doesn't give give a shit whatsoever. It's like his, man, his delivery is like she's like, oh my god, I can't believe this guy's coming. He's like, yeah, go get that. It's just like, it's like <laughs> I need that tape. It's in my first aid kit. They're all one shot, crappy fucking lines, all of them, every single line. It's like he threw it in the, like like one of those bingo ball. Uh, hoppers and fucking rolled it around and then he picked up random lines like yeah that'll work it was at least real bad and at least our main bad guy um whatever his name was yeah sykes there you go sykes and the general at least when they play off like they're hamming it up they're embracing they're going for it oh yeah because like i mean that's what they know what they're doing and ice t is just like nah man i just want that check to clear and i'm out he's like i got a new Uh, record to make i got a new record to make i need the money it was dumb. I was I was really upset that he was even in this movie. You didn't need him. He was like he provided a couple of items maybe or information. No, the character still would have the character still would have existed. It's just they just needed a face. They, they needed a face. They could have put somebody else in there. They didn't have to be a fucking spec ops guy, the worst spec ops dude that's ever existed. Well, yeah, they're not. They're not good. But like, yeah, <laughs> they just pl- they they plugged him into like the leadership of the good. But like, 
you spend more character development on Kelly and the main villain Ice. Yes. Like him, him being like who, him being Ice T. Almost, I mean, not that this film is fantastic, but he pulls you out of it. He distracts you because he does. it's iced tea, and you're just like, oh, well, you're not even. You spend half the movie shot in the leg on the ground. You don't even move around. Really. <laughs> Dude, he's injured the entire movie. Yeah, he walks in, and he gets shot. His team dies. Also, and then he, like, and then he fucking yells yeah. at Kelly. It's like yeah. she fucked up. Couldn't they have given him like a better name, like a more badass name for like a spec ops guy, Matt? Well. Does she call? She comes to Matt a lot, doesn't she? Not Marshall. Yeah, she, Marshall would have been yeah. more effective. Yeah, right. but yeah. Just, oh, Matt. Well, at first they call. They Matt. say. They send. They say send the wolf in. Like you could have called him Wolf. Right. He doesn't you look know? like a Matt. He doesn't look like a Matt. No, no he's totally he like a Matt. Matt. He's oh, a Maddie. Hey, it's he Maddie. Was... Look at Maddie over there. It's just every time she said Matt, Matt it, that, Matt that took me out of it. It took me out of it yeah, every time she called no, Matt. Me too. I I just got mad anytime like she even acknowledges dumbass because. She was kicking ass. She didn't need his, need him. She she, she killed like a three hundred pound marine with a fucking coffee pot. She really did. She killed she another guy him. with a coffee pot. She she killed the main bad guy with a coffee pot later. Yeah, she should have strapped that Whoa, coffee pot to like. She didn't like smash his head in like the other guy, but he. Uh, oh, yeah, she still she, fucked him up with it. He got nice. sucked out when he got sucked out of the plane. I did laugh a lot. <laughs> I did too. I was laughing my ass off at that scene. Like the the door opened and it fucking threw the whole plane off kilter. <laughs> and then when he's hanging out and then she hits him with the coffee pot and he's he hitting him in the head. And, he, and his reaction was like, "No!" <laughs> yeah, that was a good. Scene. To getting sucked out of a falling to your death out of an airplane, your reaction is just no. no. I'd like, I'd like to think somehow he survives. Oh my God! What? Yeah, yeah I, you know what? I honestly, I was waiting for him to come back at some point. The yeah, movie like was just so silly. I thought he was. Yeah, like what if he grabbed onto the wing and he found a way to climb back inside? Doesn't have to make any sense. He disappears in the plane. <laughs> like what? That would have been a battle. It would have been. Cool. That would have been. That would have been the icing on the cake right there. You know what though was like the real icing on the cake for me is when that nerdy guy ended up being a bad guy. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, like, I, that was. I didn't see that coming at all. I couldn't believe that. That was basically like the bad guy, like in a horror movie, where the bad guy comes back from the dead. Except it's a grand twist reveal, like, oh no, there's still a problem. And then right, he's just yeah. But the other bad guy was still alive too, so <laughs> he wasn't dead yet. No, he wasn't dead so, yet. He was just uh, not. Yeah. That was when Ice T had shot him in the shoulder when they had the really yeah, crappy fight. Yeah, of course. Which that fight didn't make sense either because. Ice T could barely stand up or sit down oh. for most of the movie, and he beat that guy's ass. Who he that guy was fine. How could he beat up Sykes when he was fucked up the entire movie? And it made Sykes sense. sucks, dude. No, he Sykes was, rules. He took over a plane. He escaped from the fucking military police. He murdered a bunch of civilians and planned to murder more. Yeah, that guy was on top of shit. Yeah, he 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 was on top of shit. But I would like to point out his team was not. Do they know how to kill people? They killed all. They didn't check Ice T. He shot in the leg. He just laid quiet, and they moved him, and no one checked to see if he was still alive. Right. Like, and so, then, so idiots. Four of them got murdered by a, a stewardess. And they were questioning. Place. They were questioning yeah. where Kelly even was, and that one black guy's like, "No, she's definitely down there." And there were other two guys are like, "No, I don't remember seeing her." And he's like, "No, she's definitely down there." And they're like, "Okay, we believe you. Let's <laughs> not even check." Well, that was another thing too. That guy. The big guy that she killed, the first guy, Ferris. They didn't yeah. check if he was even around for like twenty minutes movie time. 
So that was like an I hour mean, flight time. Like they were on the top. They were not on top of anything. And I couldn't help but acknowledge the first. She, he's the only black member of their team. She murders him, and like you said, they don't even ask where he went. It's just a plane. No. Go find your friend. No, right. No, they didn't even, where's he at? Like they're not checking in. None of that shit. She busted his skull in with a coffee pot, and nobody fucking knew for like most of the movie. And like all the Sykes other, like all the Sykes other guys. I mean, they're all white guys, but they almost, all, they almost had like the same exact face. Yeah, they had like, yeah. they're all, they're all like tall, <laughs> tall, chiseled, and tan. All the Marines and all the fucking Spec Ops white guys look like the same dude. They're all they, like a bunch true. of brothers. Even, brothers and even, even the Spec guys. Yeah, yes, they, all, I mean, they, tan, flat top cheek, haircut, cheek, cheekbones, narrow head. <laughs> By the way, the, 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 the most white guy. The most tan of them all was like the stud in the beginning who ended up being a bad guy. I was kind of bummed that he ended up being a bad guy. I was yeah, and how yeah. How about I a waste? Dude and Gwen are going to get it on, and it's going to be awesome. Right, but, but how nope. about a waste? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, a kitty cat made out of a C4. I think well, it was but a like what? Are, it was a dog. Yeah, but we spent all that time like character building a relationship between two people that doesn't fucking matter. That was yeah. That that was silly. <laughs> and then she gets then like that stewardess who he's bonding with, and there's this whole like these little moments, character interactions, little relationships building that may develop through this hostage situation. Now mm-hmm. he's just an asshole. Then eventually the other stewardess gets shot, and then she you have to, and we, I I guess she lives maybe. We don't know what happens to her. Yeah, she was taken off on the stretcher. Yeah. Oh, did you, was she? Because I stopped paying attention by that point. I was yeah. My phone. At the Oh, there, when when everybody was getting off the plane, I paid more attention, I think, than anything because I was looking at all the people's dif- different reactions as to like how they were handling the situation, and some That's of them funny. were hilarious. This yeah. one guy that was getting—he might have got off like second to last. He was just walking off like nothing happened. It's like, like ah, his, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, like so many other people were like <laughs> acting like they're crying or doing, and this the one guy—he was just walking off plane face, and he just went off and like walked. And everybody else walked one direction straight. And he walked off to the right. Like he just immediately turned and just went He's on like, to like his day. This, Fuck this. He's like, man, I'm late for my meeting or whatever. Like, he was probably in on it too. He was just like the he was the, he was the bad spy marine, and he's like, I can get the fuck out of here. He just stayed quiet. He's like, I'm out. Of this. Everybody's dead. This shit hit the fan. I, I gotta go. Speaking of passengers, what was with like the old Mexican lady with a white baby? Yes, what was that? That old Mexican grandma stole that baby. That wasn't her kid. She was way too old to be having and a baby. At first, at, first, at first, I was like, oh, maybe she's it's, like some sort of nanny scenario or something. It's her grandchild. But when she got she off... have a white grandchild? Yeah, she can. But when she got off the plane, she was by her... Like, everybody else that was with people, like, were consoling and everything. Yeah. She was individually by herself walking and walked off with she, the baby. It was like, what was this scenario? Like, she was holding... She was a human a, trafficker. She fucking got away with it. That was a fucking her, secret crime going on in the plane. It's just her grandchild. Oh, it's like, just her grandchild. Weird. Oh, wait, that lady but definitely was, stole that. But that baby, baby was like that baby was like mid, not even a year old. No, like why a, was, why would the grandma a, be like taking the baby along with that baby? Yeah, on a plane. For, I don't know it's the not situation. Even a year you think so, she was giving her some grandma's milk? She was breastfeeding that baby with cold milk. I don't know her life. I'm like, what if okay, she stole that baby? And not that it matters. Not that it matters what someone's race is. Let's say grandma is Latina, and then she is married to a white man. They have a child. That child is now half Latino and half white. Then that child marries another white individual. 
And now this baby just does not look Latina because it's mainly a white child. And it could still very well be her grandchild. Yeah, I'm not debating know. that it could be if there were other, like, the if her children were around or something. This baby was, like, way too little to just be by herself with, be by itself with the grandma. I'm think, stating that this, I think this lady stole that baby. You know, I, I think, mean, I, I don't think that Nick think is that, a human I'm, trafficker sympathizer. That's what I think. <laughs> Nick is You're calling a woman with her grandchild a human trafficker? Dude, she stole that baby. That baby was too young to be what alone with grandma. What do you have that she stole the child? Especially well, on a plane. Alone, like, alone in her house is different, but alone on a plane? It was a long time to be away from mom. And uh, she didn't have any milk to give her. I don't know what she was giving her. She was probably giving her some fucking. She was hooking her on drugs so she could fucking. She could. <laughs> she could oh get my her, god! Get her hooked on drugs so she could troll her and fucking sell that baby into slavery. Oh, man, this is the, insanity. Side story. That's this is the, yeah. So do I. Story is a good word for it because that's, that's not what, the, what happened in this real movie. This what? None of this is real. This is all. There's this. Uh, didn't you miss the part in the beginning where it said based on a true story? It definitely did not say that because the first two minutes of the movie was just blue flames rolling over fucking credits. It was just, it was just a man blowing up a village or just killing everything in sight. <laughs> yeah, it was like his nightmares least, of like a village being him. exploded. It affected him some way. I was very. That's true. That's true. Well, that's what I mean. I in the it beginning, was I was very concerned. I was very concerned what direction this movie would take because I thought they're trying to make this man sympathetic to me and then when they tell me he destroyed a whole village full of innocence i'm like is this guy the main good guy of this film because this will be real crazy if that happens well, also the, the luckily the, he was a bad guy the government was just ready to blow up a plane full of people yeah that was crazy to me i didn't understand is that it though? i guess look around um, is that I mean, it well, because they don't really give a reason at first he's just like he wants to kill sykes so he's willing to destroy the whole plane it's like well what did this guy do he has no information but then Later, you find out he, he kind of does, which yeah, could potentially two, lead to more deaths, I would think. Yeah, also, yeah, in, CD. In, in 2001, the Internet exists. Really? They would put all these people's aliases and names on a on CD? One disc? <laughs> I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> Even why, at, what? In 2001, why, yes, that would still why, happen. Why did a two-star general have the list of every single undercover agent in the fucking American Armed Forces? And why? They were called deep cover operatives. DOD. Why would you put? Why would you put these DCOs, DCOs on DCOs, one yeah, desk? DCOs. Yeah, on, that, and why would that you compile? Silly. Wouldn't you have them all spread across several discs so like this wouldn't be <laughs> half a possible? I mean, that's pretty compromisable. So yeah, you, you just wouldn't do that. It was a disc called Security Clearance Three Ninety Five. That's what it was. So like, was it Three Hundred Ninety Five DCOs around there? That's my guess. <laughs> well. Yeah, what you do is you put it on your DVD-ROM and you rip a copy of it. I mean, when that when that NSA agent pulled that gun out to the air traffic control guy's head, I was like, "What the fuck is happening? This is insane!" Because they don't they it don't was. give you that information for like another fifteen twenty minutes, you know? Right. It's tough. Um, but yeah, that was the, wild. It's good. Um, speaking of the pilots, though, uh, the co-pilot was another one of my favorite characters too. He had he had I think one of my favorite lines um, when. Kelly was no, in there giving her the drink. Oh, God. She was giving him some waters and making sure they were okay and talking to him. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves the room and he goes, is it me or is she really hot? <laughs> and, then he, and then the pilot goes, whoa, we're going to have a sexual harassment lawsuit on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right. The one. Yeah. 
Yeah, because not I, I was gonna say not I was gonna say like why is everyone in this movie just an asshole and a misogynist? Oh. But some guys way, weren't. Yeah, some not, guys weren't. Not the main Vanya, pilot. The guy Vanya in the, like the traffic control was guy. the worst. And he only got punched in the face. Dude, that fucking other flight attendant got shot for yelling hey and Banny only got punched in the face. That's bullshit. Banya should have been the one passenger to die. I was pissed didn't off you ex- about that. Did, well, didn't you expect him just to fill the diehard role of the guy who was like sucking up to the bad guys and gets blown away? I mean, no. um, at first yeah, kind of yeah, but yeah, yeah, but then he ended up not even barely interacting. Cargo, yeah, so. well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like in the beginning, you thought like, oh, he's gonna do this. Like, oh, plot twist, swerve. He's just sticking around so she can hit him later because no. Kelly is a badass. They were Kelly just like shot his ass. Nobody would have known. She had a fucking yeah. enemy she weapon. She blown him away. Yeah. Well, they're they're yeah, like, oh, we need an annoying guy. Let's get Banya from Seinfeld. He was the worst. He was terrible. He was a great dickhead. I was like, I hate this guy so much. Yeah, but he's he's annoying. He's a good like he plays that character right. That same that, yeah. like, annoying. He plays that really well. So yeah, when when he first showed up though, I was like, oh, holy shit, Banya. Hey, yep, that's what I thought too. <laughs> Fucking Banya. I kind of wish I kind of wish he would have escaped, and then him and Kelly would have been forced to work together because that would have been excruciating. That would have been nice to watch. That would have been a better movie. Ice T was because, never in it, and then her and Banya had to work together to fucking stop the terrorists. But that's almost like Die Hard too, where um, McLean's wife and the dickhead reporter are trapped on the plane together, and they have to end up like that's fine. working together. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's fucking fine. Yeah, I agree. didn't bring anything into this movie. He brought that little fucking canister, and he puts the Teflon tape on it the wrong way, and that pissed me off. You're supposed to put that on a fucking thread. He puts it on the opposite end of the the piece of the pipe you're supposed to put it on. Dude, he didn't. He didn't. didn't, One, he didn't care, and neither did the people making the movie. No. Whoa. And anybody anybody who rented this tape or bought this tape from Walmart without even just knowing what it was, just walking by in the aisle and seeing this on the shelf and being like, Air Rage with iced tea? Buying it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Ice T is a cool guy, and Air yeah. Rage is a cool title. And then you watch it, then because I was thinking, I'm like, when is Ice T in this film? That's what I thought. Oh. I didn't think he was going to be in it. I thought he was going to be like an extra or something. They just like threw his face in the cover. I really thought. That. I mean, he basically was, honestly, right? He basically was. I mean, he walks in the plane, he gets fucked up, his whole team dies, and then he walks around injured, yelling at Kelly the whole time to yeah, fucking do how his much job. Is- like how was yeah how was this sold to him? He's like okay, I, it's like Ice T. His agent comes up to him. Ice T, we got a script. Um, you get all you have to do is lay on the ground and like fall on a guy. You want to get paid? He's like yes, please. So I, I think, did. I think this movie was originally written for the character of Kelly, and then the studio is like, no, we don't want that. We need to throw a celebrity in there. Let's throw an Ice T, and they shoehorned his character into this. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean that seems very make sense. reasonable. But she's your hero also, for most of the movie. His character also, no, I mean, the whole movie, yeah, he, Ice T adds like an extra like 20 minutes into the movie. Like, but I mean, his character probably, I mean, his character still is necessary for like the way the script plays out because he still like gives Kelly some things to do. But like, how about this like nerd, this, oh my God, like the gas they had? Oh, we can't use the gas. We're just going to go in. Doesn't matter. We're going to shoot him up. Then his whole team dies. Then, <laughs> then he decides, I guess I can, I guess I can gas him. But we will lose the pilot. Oh, wake him up. We, <laughs> why didn't you do this in the beginning then? I don't know. It's just... What uh, the worst? It's just silly. That I mean, they I mean, 
why why even have the gas? I mean, you're 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 gonna go in there and fucking kill the guys anyways. So all that horse shit didn't make any sense. Why why they even had it? God, that shootout alone. You're talking about killing those guys. The shootout was so embarrassing. It sucked. Dude. It sucked ass. There's <laughs> spec op agents. They run in fucking just stand in the middle, no cover, and they just get blown away. And the and one guy was like, oh, like I'm going to save you. on top of each other dying. Yeah, he's like, I'll save you. And then he just gets shot. <laughs> and he, and he doesn't even make it over to the other guy from getting shot to, like, shot to like shield him. The other guy gets shot while the guy's on his way over, and then that guy gets shot, and they both fall into each other dead. They're the worst it, team. You're right. Or, and if we just... If we just accept like how it looked, the bad guys weren't even taking cover. No, they They're weren't. just in the hall. They're just in the hallway. How did you keep missing them? They weren't even like dodging bullets. They're just uh, standing still and like, you, it's like, I mean, I don't expect the super, like, I don't expect the well, matrix here, but what are we doing? At least the bad guys like came from around the corner. Those guys were just walking down the fucking middle of the aisle. I mean... Did you it, kind of? There's all these chairs to hide behind that you don't hide behind like a chair. No, I don't understand. Standing up, guns in the air. <laughs> <laughs> these are the, these are the best. These are the best of the best. They die in three minutes. I mean, they're 20 feet between the fucking cockpit and like where they're standing. They're not much farther than that, guys. So expect them to maybe be close. I can't believe they and didn't also, kill the pilots on accident. Well, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're wild, wild, crazy gun battle, <laughs> and those and pilots are wild. Like, no bullets right. even no. made it in the cockpit. <laughs> right. And with all these wild bullets flying around, like, nothing shot through the side of the plane and blew out the air pressure. I mean, I don't know. Like, not, like the windows didn't get cracked. Well, remember they said they're nobody... hollow point bullets. Yeah. For that Bad reason. Yeah. For the plane. Which yeah, I don't so even know when... if that makes sense. I, yeah, I don't know. That's just what the I'm excuse sure they a hollow gave. point bullet would just rip a giant hole in the plane instead of a little one. Yeah, that's I don't what know, I that thought. was just the weird excuse they gave to to say, oh, this is how we can just shoot wildly on the plane. It's yeah. pretty like it was just, they just needed a plot device to be like, well, how can we let it just be so that you just shoot all over the place on the plane? Just, might as well have given them fucking lasers. Who cares? Yeah, just don't mention it and start shooting. I mean, there's so many movies like that already. Um, by the or way, like, I, I don't know. Go ahead. No. No, I was just going to say, or throwing knives. They're special agents. Give them some <laughs> special power. Right. Uh, you think w- they were, like, agents from special education? That's why they suck so bad? I'm not a part of this. <laughs> I, have, I have no God. comment on this. We got a plan. We think this might work. We're going to get some handicapped people, give them some guns, and see what they can do. This is outrageous. <laughs> I'm not a part of this. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that, that's why all of fucking Ice Teed's lines were just fucking bullshit, one-line nonsense. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that's, that's quite the interpretation, Patrick. He was just a handicapped guy with a gun who thought he was a badass. All right, well, we're gonna keep and that's why about it, huh? that's why he put the Teflon tape on the wrong side of the fucking pipe. <laughs> that's why. That's, that's why. why he put the Teflon tape on the wrong side. That they worry, wrote Kelly. that. They wrote I that. My dad do this before. They wrote that whole. <laughs> they wrote that whole plot device you just came up with. That they're, that they're handicapped, all so that he could put the Teflon tape on the wrong side. Yep. That's in, that's out of control. Uh, you know what else is out of control? You know what else is out of control? Quite, quite, quite the take there. Yeah, quite the quite the take, uh, and it's very out of control. Uh, something else out of control. Uh, I forgot to mention when I was mentioning terrorist on plane movies is Passenger Fifty Seven, and that's probably my favorite. Uh, 
terrorist in a plane movie. Is that the one with the scarecrow from Batman? No, that is <laughs> what? Uh, I think uh, that oh, was called right. He's a Red bad Eye. Guy in that. Red Eye. Yeah. And, I didn't, yeah. I didn't. Is, is that a still? Is that a terrorist thing, or is that he's just like kind of spooky? Psycho, I think. Yeah. Um, no, Passenger Fifty Seven is a Wesley Snipes movie. It's an action movie. Uh, that's pretty sweet. It's uh, he's like a he's like I know what, the name. What do they call that? He's one of the, he's an air marshal. Air marshal. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty sweet. That's just what I was kind of waiting for, was for um, IC to be an air marshal in this. That's what I thought was going to happen, too. Okay, so Passenger 57 is 1992. I was kind of wondering, like, maybe they didn't have air marshals yet. So they definitely did, because he's one in 92. And this came out almost a decade later. Yeah. Another thing I thought was going to happen was that the NSA agent was going to end up being uh, a bad guy. I think he, he was he supposed kinda, he to be. Was. <laughs> I think they cut that was. out. He was gonna because when he, shoot a plane with rockets. Well, but when he they had a little private moment where he called like secretive, saying he wanted yeah. people in Atlanta, and then yeah. they just they just dropped it. They just did that. Just didn't go anywhere. And and speaking of Atlanta, did why? So there was that guy who was like uh, the air traffic controller guy who was in the whole movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's in the whole yeah. movie. He's talking yeah. to Kelly when she gets in the thing, and then when it comes time for her to land the plane. They have another guy do the yeah, guy that seems Simpson guy do it because he's in Atlanta. I feel like but I don't know what, a lot about air traffic. Tra- they should have had the guy who's been talking to her the whole the whole time. That's it's not like, how air traffic controllers work. Maybe he he literally just sat there on the on the say on the call. He was still on the headset and he's like, "Great, you're doing good." <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was like, yeah. "Wow, this guy was so he was like, such a like pivotal character," and then now you just waste him to the side just to be like. Nope, we got other guy here. Yeah, that, well, guy was, uh, maybe, that guy at the same time was talking to her, so that didn't make sense why both of them were on there. Yeah, but the other guy had the stats on the ground for Atlanta. He knew what was going on better. Yeah, maybe he had visual. I'm ladder. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying this. These the this the scene with the air traffic controllers made me think somebody really wanted to try and get to the into the inner workings of how air traffic control works, and maybe that's how that would happen. Maybe it would go to a different guy. And it want to stay realistic, so I don't. It, I don't know. I'm not an air traffic controller. And I it just made me laugh this. that when she got off the plane and she saw like, cause so the other guy she'd been talking to for a while, so like they had like a yeah. little bit of like a rapport, and then yeah. so like the other guy only helped her land, land the plane, and that was like the beginning of the end of the relationship. But she gets right. off the plane and she sees him, and she's like, "Oh, Simpson." <laughs> Like, yeah, he literally i mean come on man if someone helped you land a plane you'd be like i've known you for fucking 18 million years you're my best friend and then so much and then they and then he's like i got something for you and it's just like her prize was a pilot's cap pilot's cap yeah and then i see let me see yeah. that looks good on you yeah, i found this in the trash we fired a guy because he was drunk here's his hat her prize her you prize know, for landing you know the plane and saving all those people when they when they took Ice T off that plane, they should have shot him in the face because he caused more trouble than he fucking. Oh than hell. He was the worst. Oh my he was god! So bad. They should have just killed his dumb ass. I mean, they let's. Let I, mean, I can't believe he was shot in the leg, and none of those evil Marines bothered to check him to see if he was dead. <laughs> he only had a wound in the leg, and they're like, "Guys, oh, dead." I'm well, a they, Marine. I never, he, I never killed anyone before he in my did life. Do, he's he dead. He sent them back to check. He even sent them back to check. He's like, ah. They he must, they must like, have had, like, a record of fucking not checking bad guys. He did do one bad. Well, they had a record of... Go he ahead. Stabbed the, he stabbed the rapey guy in the neck. 
He did that. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Cool that was a cool kill. It was. So, yeah, and like, that's my that's my favorite. That's I laughed out loud during this scene. So that was funny because when when the the bad guy is like, take off your jacket, take off your. I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> then 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 Ice T murders him, and then she's like. You could have taken a little, you know, why did you take so long? He's like, well, I could have waited a little longer. It would have got more exciting or, just, or something. Yeah. And then she just goes, oh, fuck, what was the first part where she, she said? She's she like, calls him like a pervert. No, yeah, she goes, you pervert. And that the, her delivery of pervert made me laugh out loud because <laughs> what a pervy, fucked up scene. And she like genuinely like, like that was such a, it was such a shitty scene for no reason. Well, she she added she on the rapey cool. behavior, though. What? She adds on to the rapey behavior. She adds oh, on. She, she like, kind of like tried to. She like got it going because like the. Yeah, it was a distraction. The, yeah, but the guy. The, yeah, but the guy's like gonna like shoot her, and she's like, "What if I play good girl and listen yeah. to you, and show you my wabos?" She didn't say that. Her wabos. That wasn't a quote from the film. The that? that wasn't yeah. a quote from the film. That was a quote from Corey. That was not in this movie. Yeah, that wasn't in there. That's <laughs> not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it was the deleted scene that we didn't see that Corey has uh, on the special edition DVD. Yeah, it was. I'm uh, surprised they didn't yeah, ask you to be a script doctor for this film. You could have <laughs> added a lot of cool lines like Wabos. That'd when he was 14. Cool. <laughs> Clearly, the quality is the same. Or may yeah. I mean, come on, Wabos? Yeah, when I, when I was in gra- about to graduate eighth grade, that's about exactly uh, the, there's the a junior, There's a junior yeah, high yeah. script writing contest, and Corey got nominated to be a script doctor in eighth grade. You add some of this movie? Make the bad guy say wabos. <laughs> what? <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> All right, Ice T is like, we need, we need this kid. Yeah, we need this kid. <laughs> All right, kid, we'll throw it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll only be in this movie if this kid's lines are in there. Yeah. And then when he didn't get the job, that's why Ice T was sad and delivered his lines like he didn't care. He's like, oh, we're not going to use the kid's lines, huh? Fine. I don't care anymore. Uh, boy. Did you, uh, did you, did you notice how when the fighter planes were up in the sky and the NSA agent told them, like, get behind the jetliner and light them up with their attack radar to get the pilot's attention, would a pl- would a commercial plane have an attack radar? It would have radar. Would, but, 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 think... but would it have an attack radar that shows that missiles are locked onto you? Absolutely fucking not. I don't think so. That hey man, I'm sense. no pilot. Seemed seemed real to me. I mean, it's a 747. Are you gonna fucking dodge a missile? What's even the point? <laughs> yeah, you just do a few barrel There's rolls. No point. Uh, any missile. You're just gonna die anyway, so fucking forget it. No man, you do a few barrel rolls and they just it just they missiles explode yeah, away was, from you. That was one thing I thought about when he said that. I was like, why the fuck would the plane even have that? I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not even a thing. Like, it's not even doesn't even matter. Well, that was it's a weird line to say. Just have make the guy say something that sounds smart. It's like uh, when they boarded with the SR-71. There's no cargo on a fucking SR-71. You can't put fucking passengers on that thing in a fucking goofy ass tube that goes through the fucking cockpit. That didn't make any sense hey, either. Man, I don't know what's. I don't know what a Blackbird can do. Well, no there idea. is a there is a fact here in the uh, in the trivia for this movie that says that the SR-71 cannot be adapted to carry a special ops team. <laughs> Yeah, there's no room. There's no room for it. <laughs> yeah, it says the SR-71 Blackbird would never be employed to do this for a number of tactical reasons. 
It's hydro- it seems it's real excessive. Hydrazine fuel expands too much on the ground and forces the SR-71 to take off with low fuel load and being refueled in air by oh. a similar aircraft like the 747. It's much larger than the 747. It flies too oh, fast. Oh, it is? It's bigger than one? Because <laughs> it, it was way smaller than that. Yeah. It was so small. I think they just they I, they, they really just wanted this, the they same wanted to use scene from an executive decision. They oh, do they just, do that too? Yeah, they, that's how they board the plane in the executive decision. That's why I was mentioning it. On a just Blackbird? Like, uh, no, but that's how oh, they... Oh, it's like the, plane, the airplane to airplane thing? Yeah, with the tube, with the whole like tube thing. It's literally the exact same thing. That's weird. I mean, do, do any actual planes have that? No planes <laughs> have that. Because nobody does that. You don't fucking dock from plane to plane. That doesn't I don't, happen. I, mean, I don't know what kind of plane often? they use in that movie, but it's totally... It's like one of the most big, like, memorable scenes in Executive Decision is that yeah. scene where they, they dock, like, docking... Silly. I mean, like, how often is this happening where there's a whole procedure? Like, how many planes are getting hijacked in the air that they have a procedure to just have planes dock and have people go inside? How often is this actually occurring? I mean, never. It's not, it's not practical yeah. anyway. Well, it's, no, more, it's, thing, but it's, it's more practical to blow the fucker out of the air like they were going to. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the I more just... practical resolution. Well, and also the fact that these people board the plane for their special mission and they fuck it up completely. Yeah. <laughs> so they... what do we even do here? They wasted hundreds of thousands of taxpayers' dollars just to get shot in the fucking head right when they got on the plane. So in executive decision, it's not an SR-71. It's like some experimental plane. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Pentagon authorizes a mid-air transfer of an Army special operatives team onto the hijacked airliner using the experimental airplane Remora F-117X. So, those do exist. It's a Nighthawk. It's a version of a Nighthawk. This F one, F one seven, F one seventeen X, but it's just like a fake one for this movie. Oh, okay. But like, it's not like they're like SR seventy one, like actual yeah, like, yeah, yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they and, just uh, want to use a cool plane. That's a cool there plane. was another little continuity thing that true. the guy says that they are lined up uh, for Kelly to land on runway 12, but actually she lands on runway 16. That idiot. Stupid <laughs> Kelly doesn't know how to land a plane on the right runway. <laughs> I think they just, she was in front of a runway, and they could clear all the planes. That's what I would have done. I'm going to run it. <laughs> I'm going on the first fucking one that I can find. Yeah. So, but they directed her to one, and they're like, and they said one, but she's going for another, so they just rolled with it because they knew she didn't know any different. Yeah, just clear the airport out. It's a crazy emergency landing with a bunch of terrorists on the plane. Fuck it. Right. But Kelly, Kelly flies a lands a fucking plane, murders a bunch of guys. She killed four dudes. (laughs) She killed four men, and Ice T was being so shitty to her because she's just some girl. Yeah. What? You're you're just a girl. I mean, you're just a little girl. It's so what? funny for for a movie that probably mo- nobody has really ever seen this movie. There's so what? many That's like hard to believe. There's so many factual <laughs> errors on the IMDb page. Like who was so bored that they decided to put these like all these different factual errors I've been reading. Like there's so many more. NSA agent Quinn orders the, the launch of F15s to intercept the airliner. The plane's sh- shown launching and in flight are in fact F16s. <laughs> 
Just some military buff. He fucking, he was like, this is bullshit. I do like this one, though. When when the bad guy accidentally opens the jet passenger's door in flight, impossible, by the way, he's blown All out right. and dangling by his fingers. The flight attendant walks up and hits his hands with a non-standard coffee pot. How come she isn't pulled outside, too? She just walks away as if there was no air currents at all. Because Kelly was the baddest uh, motherfucker on the plane, that's why. I mean, Pat is not wrong. That is correct. <laughs> she, she killed four fucking combat vets. Two of them oh, with man. a coffee pot. I want this experience to make Kelly, like, she stops being a stewardess, and she's working at just, like, a diner somewhere. And then, like, the diner gets attacked by terrorists, and she still has a coffee pot and beats more ass with it. That's Ooh, what I want to have happen. May, maybe Kelly was one of the deep cover operatives on the disc. And we never know. And we never knew. And then she was trying to protect her identity, so she had to kill all those motherfuckers. Oh, shit. You think Dude, she would have saved that special ops team then if she was uh, even more like deep, like a deep no. operative than they she were? Also, These clouds she had are to the pretend. worst. They got to go. She had to pretend she couldn't land a plane when she knew how to land a fucking plane. Yeah. <laughs> she knew she how is. to do it. That's how deep she was into her, into her stewardess persona. And that's why she was so disgusted by Icy's fucking bullshit team. And actually, <laughs> another, fa- another factual error here says air traffic controllers uh, are not required to be licensed pilots and therefore do not know how to fly that kind of airplane. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they would. I never would have guessed that they would. Well, those guys just happen to be pilots. Yeah, but this—I mean, this movie. Maybe there's your excuse, though. That one guy maybe, Simpson was. Who's maybe that's guy? why he he directed him to the other guy because he knew that guy could actually help her land a plane. Yeah, he was like, "Shit, I don't know how to land a plane, but Simpson does." Yeah, Simpson, get on here. Simpson, so help her out. Okay. No, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I give her. I got my cap, Brandy. Um. You know this movie. This movie is not terrible. It's just no, it's, it's ridiculous. It was funny. It was funny. It's ridiculous and over the top, and it's just like everything a B movie needs to be for like a director. Yeah. video. But this person on IMDb says, "Oh, where do I start?" <laughs> this is officially the worst movie I have ever seen. I, mean, I don't even know that. where. I don't even know where to start. People who bought this movie would re- would have been better off if the box was empty. If you are the type of viewer who watches action or military movies. For technical accuracy, do yourself a favor before watching this film and kill yourself. Because halfway halfway through, you'd wish you were dead. I'm no engineer, but I'm pretty sure if you open a door to a 747 at 30,000 feet, you wouldn't be able to lean out of it, lean out of it to close it. And I like Ice-T, but he must have been hurting for a paycheck. He... He accepted the lead role for this miserable piece of crap. I want two hours of my life back. Man, dude, that kid just I mean, sounds like he's miserable in the first place. Yeah, he, he needs, really he needs a hug or something. He definitely there's, needs a hug. There's another person that put gave this movie a, a one out of ten stars. Says I still can't believe I've I've finished seeing the movie ten minutes ago. Wow, I still can't believe what I've watched. This is absolutely the worst movie ever. If I would list all the flaws in the movie, this review would make a lot would take me a lot of sentences. Very funny flaws because of being that bad though. You got to be amazed with the skill of the commandos assigned to rescue the plane. They didn't even know how to move. Ice T is so bad actor. 
And the thing I don't understand is how the production wanted him to be like a hero, but he's a zero. Oh. Of course, the major flaws would be landing the landing of a 747, needing only three or four tips from a guy in transmission to land the plane. Amazing. As well as the dead bodies that had almost no blood at all. But I strongly recommend of watching this movie as it is very interesting interesting to see how bad something can, can get. Awesome. That make you good watch review. It. I me and Nick have talked about um, reviews like I'm not gonna read this whole one, but like uh, reviews like this like this one right here. It was somebody said somebody says I missed the first thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, that, there's a lot of reviews like that. I'm like what the fuck? Why are you giving a review? <laughs> you gonna miss some major <laughs> plot yeah. points. Thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. So and has to review. Yeah, is asking like, well, this part wasn't explained. You missed the first thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. Also, it's only ten minutes until you see Ice T. Then, for your fucking sake. So this movie's way better than you, it should have been. And this person refers to actors be- as the people moving in the film. What? Because they Corey. Like, Corey, don't read reviews of aliens. <laughs> Because it says the term actors would be an insult for all other actors. <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome. But they weren't that bad. <laughs> the people they, moving in the film. I like that. That's not, yeah, that's not that bad. Everybody's fine and Ice-T doesn't care. Oh my that's god, how it goes. This, the same guy, he says, you can have four, more fun rearranging your sock drawer or drilling or drilling a hole in your knee and filling it with milk. What? Oh. What the fuck? This guy was all definitely right. on that Spec Ops team. Yeah, all right, Captain Creative, calm down. Rearranging your sector. Dude, I have there's to so many one-star reviews for this movie. It's out of control. This movie was not that horrible. No, it wasn't how that many, bad. It was how watchable. many stars is IMDb? They have, like, is 10 stars, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> IMDb. It has. Yeah, IMDb does have 10 stars. It's I mean, a 3.2 out of 10. Yeah, I'd say maybe I'd probably give it a 4. If I'm being, you know, yeah, I'd say. I mean, I can't I do, think, I can't do five. I can't do. I mean, someone else might be able to, but no, I would five say just because it's funny. I'd say four yeah. as well. I mean, it is also, it is like this awesomely bad, funny. It's like, but I would still give it a four. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I couldn't give it a one. No, I can't. No, and like anything above a five, like I can't do a five and a six is like, all right, slow down, buddy. But four feels right to me. <laughs> The only thing I can think of I can ever give a one was probably uh, Garbage Pail Kids. That's my that's Dude. my bottom of the barrel one movie. That's that like, movie's at least in eleven. You're what a fucking psycho. You're yeah, nuts. Yeah, he's a maniac. That's a movie. This. That's a movie they should play and repeat in Guantanamo Bay to torture fucking uh, captives. That's how horrible oh that movie. Oh my god, is. dude, it's not even that bad. Dude, that movie is torturous. Watching it once. Dude, it's awful, but it's hilarious. No, they end up in the, they end up in the funny. home for the ugly, and somebody else who's held captive there I is know. Abraham Lincoln. I know how it goes. It's not and Santa Claus. Not good. It's yeah, not the good. only the only one stars I could give films are these these weird like direct to Amazon weird creator ones that are filmed like in a in this like a room by themselves, like in like nineteen eighty. No, like, like maybe maybe two thousand. To our uh, I don't, it doesn't, the year doesn't the year doesn't matter. And then there's someone maybe there's a you know somebody else in the but these these ones that just don't appreciate my time that I'm spending <laughs> these ones to watch. Where people, they don't people appreciate just film like bullshit. 
people just film bullshit and click submit to Amazon and Amazon just like lets it go up because it just doesn't matter what's on prime. And <laughs> no, the, yeah, the more titles well, just make it look like you're getting more of a value when you're not. That's honestly, I think that's why they do that. They, they try yeah, to sure. claim that they have the largest movie library. Right. Which, which they I do, mean, but it's a library full of shit. <laughs> bigger isn't always better when it comes to, well, you know, Whatever you want to talk about. The best is when you watch like a silly obscure movie like this, and it shows you just like every other movie in the genre. It'll right. show you like it could be hundreds of fucking movies like that, right? And they're all just crazy. But yeah, they get everything on there. But well, everything's great. You know, since we were since we were talking about twin films, um, and this yes. kind of being slightly one, I had I came up with a little game to play about twin films. Okay. I... <laughs> Am I gonna be it's, good at this game? I don't oh, yeah, know. Yeah, let's find out. Let's I'll, find out. Uh, we'll go with Pat first, and then we'll go to Nick. Uh, so I'm gonna read you the description of one of two twin films, and you gotta tell me which of these two twin films this this movie is. This description is. Okay. So it's either gonna be Olympus Has Fallen, or oh, White or White House Down. I've seen one of these movies, but yeah, I don't. I've remember seen, which. Yeah, I've seen neither, so that's good. Here you go. Okay. Well. While on a tour of the White House, a Capitol policeman springs into action to save his child and protect the president from a heavily armed group of paramilitary invaders. What was the two choices? Olympus and what was the other one? Olympus has fallen and White House down to the two, right? Pat, which one is it? Olympus has fallen or White House down? I think it's White House down. You are correct. Yay! Olympus has fallen. Who's the main characters in that? That would have been my guess. Else. That that was my guess as well. That's the one with uh, Gerard Butler and Aaron okay. Eckert as the president. Oh, who's in White House Down then? White House Down is uh, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Okay, that's funny because I thought they're the opposite movies, and I still get it right. Nice. <laughs> and Olympus, they made like they've made like three of those movies. Those Olympus movies. Really? Hell yeah. Are they I'm all about the White to... House being taken over? <laughs> One's like Different in things. London, but it's like all the same characters. I don't okay. know. Anyways, okay, here you go, Nick. Are you ready? We we shall see. <laughs> okay, so your two your two your choices are either Mission to Mars or Red Planet. Okay. Did these come out at the same time? These came out same, close, yeah. like, uh, same year, months, already, from, a few months. I already know the answer to this. Okay. How do you already know the answer to this one? Because one of these movies I really like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the question is, he's like, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, a catastrophic and mysterious disaster. Uh, hold on. What is it? Why is it worded that way in IMDb? Okay. Uh, A catastrophic and mysterious disaster happens with an unidentified structure. A rescue mission is launched to investigate the tragedy and bring back any survivors. It's a red planet. It's wrong. It's mission to Mars. Kind of gave it away by the word mission being in there. I mean, I mean, it wasn't there. He just more. Wasn't he just stranded by himself? More people didn't. More people died. Red Planet says astronauts and their robotic dog named Amy <laughs> uh, search for solutions to save a dying Earth by searching on well, Mars, only to have the mission go terribly awry. Well, it's the cool. same movie. Yeah. It's the same movie. No, right. 
No, Mission but to that, Mars is different. Red Planet, I think the, the robot dog gets like evil, or they maybe they run yeah, into aliens evil. or something. Well, I know a lot about both of those movies, so, you know, that's good. I'd say Mission to Mars is definitely worth watching. I think the end is cool. Hmm. Tim Robbins is cool in it. All right, Pat, are you ready? Ready. Your choices here are Snow White and the Huntsman or Mirror, Mirror. Ooh, okay. An evil queen steals control of the kingdom and and, and an exiled princess enlists the help of rebels to win back her bright or her birthright. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Nope, mirror mirror. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Didn't they make a second Snow White and the Huntsman or something? They like repli- I remember they, they like replaced somebody or something in it. Or I thought uh, Snow White and the Huntsman was a giant flop, wasn't it? Am I wrong? Oh, they made the Huntsman Winter's War. Is what uh, the, okay. the is that sequel. Like a prequel? I just know that like uh, Snow White's not in it because Christian Stewart was like I'm out, but Chris Hemsworth is still the Huntsman. Oh okay, cool beans. And Mirror Mirror, uh, that's one of those things like uh, where she doesn't really say Mirror Mirror in the original Snow White. It's one of those like uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know. Like a oh, Berenstain okay. Bears type of situation. It's a Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Wait a minute. In the original you're talking about? Yeah. Like the Disney movie? Yeah, in the original Snow White, she doesn't say mirror, mirror on the wall. She the says witch ma- never says that? No, she says magic mirror on the wall. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and everybody thought it was mirror, mirror. Or was it always that? And they got changed. It's different dimensions, man. Telling you, it's, they've merged together somehow. It's just what I just had a moment like that, but maybe I'm just a buffoon. I thought that um, Brando's last movie was one of the Superman movies as Jor-El for whatever reason, and yeah, then I thought his, he died after that. His last movie was Island was of like, Dr. Moreau. It was, uh, might have been something even newer than that. Really? I thought maybe, yeah, because I looked it up afterwards. That's a movie we should try to watch for this podcast is The Island of Dr. Moreau. I was that a made for TV movie? Or was no, it, it was like a TV a lot. It was like a legit like uh, regular movie. It was like a remake. It was like because like H.G. Wells, it was like a novel and then they were older movie. And then there was the one with Brando and Val Kilmer. That's when Val Kilmer was like in everything. His last film was the score. Oh, all right. That's a good movie. That's a good one. I yeah, like but for whatever movie. reason, I thought his first, his last, his last uh, role was is Jor-El. I don't know why. No, he was still still around a little bit after that. So a lot of it after that. Yeah, another fucking twenty years. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't in that many movies. Like at, no, in between at, then, no, not really. Yeah, he's just in like a few. But um, yeah. well, I, don't know, I guess he's uh, there was a decent. I guess there was a decent. I mean, amount. for twenty years as Brando, that's not that many movies that he was in. No, but uh, all right, Nick, we'll give you one. We'll give you one more of the uh, the twin films here. Are you ready? Yes, I suppose. After a tragic accident. Magicians engage. Oh, sorry, I forgot to give you the, the two movies. Yeah, uh, I figured you'd tell the, me eventually. The, the two movies are The Illusionist, The Illusionist, and The Prestige. 
Okay. After a tragic accident, magicians engage in a battle to create the ultimate illusion while sacrificing everything they have to outwit each other. But my choice is prestige, and what was the other one called? The Illusionist. Just the Illusionist. And is this giving away the title and the example? I'm going to go with that. The Illusionist. Is that correct, or is that it's, wrong? It's incorrect. It's the prestige. Well, movies I haven't seen and yes. don't care about. I won. You suck. I know. I'm a big loser in this I really game. Don't remember, I really don't remember much of The Illusionist. Uh, I love The Prestige. I've never seen either. What? Did that no. mean you saw Prestige together? Yeah, you think we see a lot of movies together, and I, I didn't saw see that, that together. movie. No. It's because you're always, Pat, you're always with him in his heart. Because like, <laughs> that came out right around the same time as as when we went and saw Memento when they re-released it in theaters. I remember seeing that movie for sure. I don't remember seeing the fucking Prestige, and I don't remember seeing Strange Wilderness because you know what? I didn't see those movies. Although you fucking are so sure that I have. I saw Strange Wilderness. Dude, I did not see that movie. I never have. You're crazy. Uh, but yeah, there's just maybe. like some. Anyways, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say maybe this was your Mandela effect. You just see movies with Pat that he didn't. <laughs> that I never saw. Or Pat yeah. thinks he never saw them, but he did. Either way, either way, yeah, either way, somebody's. Yeah, there's like there's so so many of these twin movies that come out. Observe and Report and Paul Blart. Those are two. Yeah. Are those uh, similar, really? Though, I mean, Observe and Report. No, but pretty, I mean the yeah. concept. They're both about mall security guards, and one calls yeah. the other one. One caused people not to go see the other one. So Paul yeah, Blart caused true. people not to go see Observer Report, I'm going to guess. Yeah, pretty much. People were just like, what, another mall cop movie? I'm not seeing that. Which Observer Report is pretty absurd and awesome. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's ridiculous. He's, he's a psychopath in that movie. Oh, 100%. He's out of control. <laughs> he's just taking all those pills and stuff and all that medication, and he's just a fucking sure. crazy person. He's in an interview for a police position, and he talks about blowing crime out of the sky like it's a giant cancerous cloud with a shotgun. <laughs> That's like it's during bold. his interview. And they it's also, really when, when they bring him back for the second interview to tell him he doesn't get the job, the other guy's like waiting in the closet to like laugh at him, but then it's like real sad and depressing. And he's like, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot funnier than it was. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so fucked up. The movie it's so really crazy. fucked up, but it's good. And then uh, obviously another, another obvious one is uh, Dante's Peak in Volcano. Oh, there you go. What about some of the like? Yeah. Uh, they came out within two, without within a month of each other. <laughs> there's probably a lot of like, uh, what would it be, disaster movies like that that came out as twin movies. Oh yeah, it's, they they happen all the time. Um, any sort of like, uh, what is it like? 2012, I think there was another one right around the same time. And uh, when they re when they remade uh, Poseidon Adventure, I think there was another one. Oh, they remade the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, it was just called Poseidon. Is that good? Um, couldn't tell you. I remember seeing it in IMAX, and I know that Kurt Russell and um, Richard Dreyfuss are in it. But really? I, I don't remember if it is good or not. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Hmm. Yeah, it's always weird how these like uh, these twin movies they've existed for since the 30s. There's been movies, oh, really? like twin twin type movies. How does that happen? Do they just like get word that another studio is making a movie because they come out too close for them to be like stealing the idea after like 
making making it public. Yeah, like in a situation like in 1976, can, um, Cannibal Run or Cannonball, and then the Gumball Rally. It's like the same uh-huh. illegal cross country race. Like, how does that happen? Like two movies about the same. I think it's just like mingling producers or maybe a skip uh, skip a, a script floats around so the different studios have an idea yeah. this is an idea out there and then they figure out the script maybe it gets picked up and they're like well we gotta well that was a good idea let's have our own and then it just bounces back and forth yeah. and then i don't some inner workings who knows the only one guess. the only one that i know where it was like this like uh really absurd situation was the where you have the movie The Forbidden Dance, and then there's the movie Lombada. And one was a um, a canon film, and it's when the two, like, where their co- the, the two Iranian cousins who ran canon, they, like, split apart. One left the company, and then the other one's like, oh, well, I'm going to do a movie about the Lombada, too, but I'm going to call it The Forbidden Dance, or vice versa. And they, like, race to see, like, who they could, like, who could get it out first. Huh. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, that one makes more sense. But yeah, but that's kind of right. like a a different version of that, though. Like, uh, but and yeah, it's just weird how these like even like time travel, like Back to the Future and Peggy Sue Got Married came out like within like a few months of each other. Hmm. And they both pretty much go back to the same era. It's just so weird. Yeah, it's very very odd. But um, so uh, since we're talking about twin films. I thought that we should. Uh, there's not. It's hard to find some of these twin films, like at least one or at least both of them streaming. But I did find one example, uh, so we could kind of compare and contrast some twin films and see which is which is the truly the better of the twin films. Okay. Um, so next week on the podcast, it's not so much a, a B movie, maybe to some, but uh, to others, maybe a classic. Uh, but we're going to watch. The 1995 Disney classic, Heavyweights. Oh, yeah. All right. And we'll see if it holds up. Maybe that's not a movie that holds up all that well. Um, I haven't seen Heavyweights in a really long time, but it's on Disney+. And the uh, the other movie that is a... And it kind of right, right now is summertime and summer camp is a thing. And so Heavyweights kind of goes with that. And we're kind of going opposite of usual. Usually we do the bloody type of summer camp movie. And uh, we'll go with the, the, the fun summer camp movie. But the other one is also on Disney+, Plus, and it's Camp Nowhere. And that is the other uh, two rival camp movies that came out within months of each other. Yeah. Twin movies. I don't know how Disney... Uh, oh, I guess it's Buena Vista Pictures was, was the ones who just uh, put that movie out. So that's weird that they just were like, we're going to do two camp movies. One's regular camp, one's fat camp. Boom. Boom. <laughs> 90s camp movies. There we go. Maybe, maybe they thought fat kids wouldn't like camp nowhere. Like, oh, we got to get those fat kids in the theater. <laughs> get them in there. Get them in those, there. Get those fatzos yeah. in there. So maybe give maybe them some, give maybe, some candy. <laughs> maybe we won't suffer as much uh, in, the, in the next viewings. Or maybe we will. Maybe Camp Nowhere is a piece of garbage. I, I really don't remember. My, I know Christopher Lloyd is in Camp Nowhere, but that's about all I remember about Camp Nowhere. Wait, which one are we watching? We're watching Heavyweights first, and then we'll do Camp Nowhere. Oh, the next week? Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. And then we'll compare them in the Camp Nowhere episode and see which one, which okay. was the ultimate 90s summer camp movie. Okay. Of the twin films. 
There are plenty of other twin films that were B movie ish, but I, you can only find either one and not the other or neither. Twin films are some somebody out there doesn't want you to see the other twin film. Man, like you could like you could watch Deep Impact on streaming, but you can't watch Armageddon. What's going on there? Intriguing. Well, I mean, there's always that's weird because you would think Armageddon is way more popular, right? Well, there's always yeah, there, and there's always been like twin films. There was. I mean, just even evolution. There was Neanderthals and humans. We were the ultimate twin film of that duo. Oh, that I, thought you, I, I thought you meant the movie Evolution. I was like, what was the twin That's film of that? That's what I thought so, too. <laughs> nope. Just evolution of man and um, other hominid creatures. I think we kind of, didn't oh, we, we kind of fucking murder and eat them all, though? <laughs> That's not usually how twin we won. work out. We won. Yeah, we won. That, well, <laughs> it wasn't getting, yeah, we won. It wasn't getting viewership. It was just getting yeah. dominance over the earth. The first human genocide we won. Good job. There we go. Well, they weren't even—they weren't even human. They weren't human, so you know. Oh, yeah. Well, they were—they're different. I bet they would beg to differ back then. No, they—they they might have been sentient creatures, but they were not human beings. Okay, they that's what they said about the Native Americans back until like the 1920s. So, Whoa, they're that? human. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're human. All right. That's sometimes friend of the show, Pat. There's a reason why he's sometimes friend of the show. Uh, they're human. That's the Nick right. That's weird. Uh, but not different. Oh, my God. This has been the B Movie Breakdown. Come back next week for more weird. Of, the of the worst. It's the best of the worst.